Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Do you find your home is constantly messy and your mind is always muddled? Do you long for more clarity in your thoughts and simplicity in your life? If you answered yes to these questions, then we think it's time you know the secret to experiencing freedom and joy. Join us as we unpack all the things that create clutter in our lives and learn the key to living a decluttered and organized life that you can embrace and enjoy. Together, we will explore what it takes to have a home that is welcoming, and well organized, where you're free to focus on living freely and abundantly. Visit theartofdecluttering.com.au to find out more about joining our online course community. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Perugia from Feels Like Home Professional Organizers. And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organized. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. You've joined us for episode 60 of The Art of Decluttering. Today we'll be talking about mental health. Yeah, we're not going to declutter your mental health. No. We're not going to organise your mental health. No. We're going to talk about how your mental health has a strong correlation to decluttering and organising and how that kind of all is a big mush together yes. for so many people. Yes. This was actually a listener request by a beautiful listener of ours, Lauren Osborne. I think it's really interesting how our listeners are starting to see how mental health and what we do have such a strong correlation. So Kirstie and I have worked with people with anxiety at all different varying levels, depression, ADHD, bipolar, paranoia, OCD, lots and lots of different mental health conditions at differing levels of intensity and differing levels of debilitation. But we see such breakthrough, don't we? Yeah, we do. And we are going to do another episode on hoarding disorder. So if you were hoping to come into this episode hearing about that, we're really sorry. We think that it's such a crucial topic that we're going to dedicate a whole episode to that one. Yeah. So, so this is, and when we do the one on hoarding disorder, it will be about those who are living with or um, related to or interacting with people with hoarding disorder, as well as for those that have it. Whereas here we want to talk about your mental health yes. and our mental health and what our role can be and what the role of decluttering and organizing can be in helping you as part of your integrated therapy. Yes, perfect. We um, are not professionals when it comes to 
psychology. Nope. Or psychiatry. Nope. So, and we do not profess to be professionals in that way at all. So we are talking about it from a professional organizing perspective. And our industry is um, filled with loving, caring people who want to walk beside and um, be with people um, who are suffering from mental health issues um, and knowing that we are not the one-stop shop and we are not the solution for everything in their life. Yeah, and if listening to this episode pushes any buttons for you, we encourage you to get in contact with Lifeline or Beyond Blue who can offer you some more holistic support. But stick with us and we'll talk to you about our experiences and what we've seen um, practically happen for some of our clients. Studies estimate that as high as 5% of Australians are living with hoarding-related issues. That's a huge amount, Kerr. So in any suburban street that's 50 houses long, 100 houses in the street, five of those have issues with clutter that are causing issues in their life. Yes. That's a huge amount. It is. And it doesn't always just mean that it's hoarding disorder. There might be clutter that's causing um, fights in the family, or there might be financial strain because of the clutter, or there might be health issues because of the clutter, or educational issues, or developmental no, and it's such a cycle, isn't it? Like you feel overwhelmed and depressed and or anxious and so you don't keep on top of the house and on top of your clutter and your possessions, which then results in clutter making you feel even worse about yourself mm-hmm. and then it's just repeats It's itself. a vicious cycle. It's a very vicious cycle. And it's really difficult to break the cycle yourself because when you're in it, it just kind of like a snowball, it just gains momentum and one feeds into the other, feeds into the other. And until you have somebody come alongside you that can kind of help you to put a break in that cycle, it can be really difficult to do that on your own. And so lots of people call us in those places of anxiety and depression or OCD that they're just not managing the way that they want to, that's not allowing them to live the life that they want. And we can help physically to help with your environment and also just to talk you through what some of that might look like. Yeah, because it's really hard as partners. Often our partners want to step in and be that break. And as we all know, in partnership... (laughs) You don't always listen to your partner. They may say something and you're like, whatevs. And then your best friend or a professional or somebody else says, hey, what about this? And you're like, oh, that's a brilliant idea. And your partner's sitting there going, trying not to say, I told you so. So um, as much as our partners want to step in and be that break for us sometimes, um, Often they've tried and have had the pushback that is quite common and normal for every couple. (laughs) And so it is often wise to ask for a professional organiser to come in and help And how do you begin that journey? Because you're already feeling like life has beaten you down, that you've got shame or guilt or maybe you're just embarrassed about the state of your home. So how do you go from that to letting a stranger come in and actually help you? I think think that people have are incredibly brave like the people that we are privileged to walk alongside have been really brave and made that call and recognize that they can't do it alone not many of us can do life alone at in any form let alone 
um, tackling declutter and letting go of possessions and getting your house organized in a way that functions for you and your unique family with your unique mental health issues. So I think that it is getting your brave on, Yep, making that phone call or um, sending a message on Facebook or sending an email. And I think often it helps to be honest with us. Yes, I was. that was going <laughs> to, that just came into my mind where I thought sometimes just saying I'm really nervous or I'm really anxious, even the fact that I've contacted you makes me feel anxious. Yes. That's really great because when we know that we can work with that and we can work with you and be gracious and gentle with you because we want to help you break free. There's no judgment coming from professional organizers. I don't know any single organizer in our industry that walks into a person's home with judgment. I don't know anybody in that position. And so know that even though you might not want your mum to see your house or your sister, you can totally trust a professional organizer to come in with grace and love and understanding and walk you through some of that. And it really helps when you identify to us very early on that you have some mental health issues so that we can prepare ourselves to help you in your unique situations. Instead of um, us coming in and um, asking you to do something that you're uncomfortable with that other people may not find as uncomfortable. So for instance, if you have OCD and we're asking you to let go of something that is um, your habit, it's really helpful to uh, for us to know that that is um, one of your issues so that it um, we can be gentle and loving and kind and constructive in our approach to you so that it can actually help you move forward instead of setting you back there's nothing we do not want to set you back in your therapy or in any any way we don't want to set you back so if you're open and honest with us we promise to be open and honest with you as well that's a really good point Kess because when um, I have clients that have pre-identified with me look I get quite bad anxiety or uh, um, I get really deep depression I can then look out for the triggers. So if we're working through something and I look over and I see you're absolutely exhausted or I can see that you're getting quite jittery, it's like, hey, let's take a little break. Let's just go um, for a walk around the garden and then come back in. Like just have a circuit breaker and then we can share with you our experiences and just what we want to do is partner with you as a whole to your therapies. So if you've got anxiety or depression or bipolar or paranoia or OCD, don't come to us first. Go see a counsellor or a psychiatrist or a psychologist and allow us to work with you. The psychologists that I um, work with, so I've got quite a few psychology clinics that stock my book, will recommend it to clients and then refer people through to me. But it's as a complement to what they're already doing in the psych office. And I've worked in psych clinics before and one of the things that psychs will often say to professional organizers is their level of frustration, they can help you in the office and you can have an amazing session. But if you then get in your car and drive home to a house where you feel completely overwhelmed, some of that breakthrough you had with a psychologist in your mind and some of the thinking can kind of be forgotten when you go back home and you think, well, there's 12 loads of washing in the lounge room and the dishes haven't been done and I don't know where to find my reading glasses. Yes. So we want to work as a team. And we want to really help you to live the best life that has been destined for you. Perfect. And we do want to help with your therapy to reinforce what you have learned in, 
in your counselling sessions rather than um, undermine anything that a professional in that capacity has said to you. Yeah, that's awesome. So we don't necessarily need any access to your therapists. No. In fact, I don't, I've never asked for that in nearly four, in four years. But I have said to people, what what does your counsellor say about this? Or what, what have you been learning that I could help you reinforce? And some people share that willingly and other people are more closed books. And that is totally fine. You know, there's no one size fits all when it comes to decluttering when you're dealing with mental health. Uh, I was going to call them conditions, but I'm going to call them a mental health disruption. Oh, that's very gentle. Loving. What a loving word. with some of these disruptions, as you said, and they have also had their um, counsellor refer them to get help and they have reached out to me. Great. And they have said um, how excited they are when they go back to their counsellors and say, hey, I've actually done what you said. Like I've reached out to somebody and I'm actually getting them to come in often or I've I've had a big session with them and this is the outcome of that and have been really proud of themselves. So they should be. Yes. That's so brave. Yes. It's it's um and I love seeing my clients' faces light up. Yes. So what is it that we can help? Like what what do we bring to the table? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think part of what we bring is removing the the clutter in people's minds so they can think more clearly, make decisions and not feel. So it's very difficult to live in a house that's got so many possessions and still feel light and bright. Like it naturally will affect your mood. So if we just talk on a mood, let's not talk about chemical imbalances, any Mm. of that, but let's talk about mood. When you're in a home that's light and you can find things and you're not constantly chasing your tail, that feels good. That feels really lovely. And if you're in a home where everything's always running behind schedule, where you can never find anything, dinner's always served late, the dishes are never clean, that is a dampener on your mood. And so what we want to help you do is clear some of those blockages so that you can be living your best life, which is really what we're helping with when it comes to mental health. Yes. I love it when we are so, so, we sit in such a privileged situation where we get to actually see the breakthrough 
like we we're physically there when we see some breakthrough and when light bulbs go off and people are excited to see their home in a clean space even if they feel like it's going to get messed up in 20 seconds after the kids walk in at least for those 20 seconds it's been nice and clean (laughs) for them and to show them that it is possible like it's it's not impossible and it's not um it doesn't always have to feel overwhelming no that's right and what the benefit too is that we love mindset changes and we love habit changes and so the mindset stuff sometimes you don't know you've got a particular mindset till you you're faced with it and when you're decluttering you're faced with a lot of things you're faced with old love letters or you're faced with old clothes that don't fit or you're faced with uni notes of a course you didn't finish or there's just so many things that we can help you uncover those deeper feelings that can give you some of that breakthrough and some of that freedom from it being locked up inside of you and we can help you tell yourself new stories like maybe you've been told that you are always going to be messy and like you've never Like you can never break free of that, whether it's external people telling you or it's you telling you that you will always be messy. We can help you to see a different version of yourself and to start telling yourself the new version of yourself that I can be clean. I can declutter. I can live in in light and freedom and there is joy and there is going to be less in my house and I will be more intentional and thoughtful about what I bring into the home. I'm excited. I feel light just talking about this topic. I hope that whether you're walking the dog or sitting at ballet watching your kids dance or whether you're on the way to work that you're getting inspired of how decluttering can make not just a physical difference in your life but a soul and emotional difference for you too. Because I love that we also bring habits into our clients' homes. I love that we can really help people to uncover and to start new habits. So maybe before you had your disruption, you were really on top of things and you had schedules and plans and you could get the kids to school on time and you could do everything that you think is... You felt super high-functioning. Yeah, And then this disruption occurred and you feel like you've just lost your way and you don't know how you were ever that person before. (laughs) It does. It seems, um, speaking from experience, when I got sick with my glandular fever, for those of you who don't know, that then turned into chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia, sometimes I say to my husband, are you sure that I was really that functional before? Maybe I've always had this energy level. He's like, no, babe, you were like an energizer bunny before. And now you're still like a battery powered bunny. It's just not the energizer variety. (laughs) So you do, you forget what the old was like. And you think, has this always been this way? Is this just the new me? Yes. And am I always going to be this way? Yeah. And even if you are, having a decluttered home gives you so much more ability to function. Yes, because we're not here to say that decluttering your house will free you from anxiety and depression and bipolar. No, sorry, we don't have that that key, that magic key. It does not lie with us. No, we wish it. We really wish it. How good would it be? Oh, that would be awesome. But we can take you from feeling terrible to feeling not too bad. Yes, and (laughs) having those tools in your um 
toolkit to be able to start afresh every day. Yeah. So, Kirst, I think I've mentioned in our secret podcast, which is not so secret anymore, and if you <laughs> haven't listened to it, just jump onto the artofdecluttering.com.au and you can listen to it. But I think I've shared with lots of people that I have a mental health disruption of anxiety, and it's generally pretty well controlled. But if one of my kids is sick, it's pretty much guaranteed to flare. And so one of the things that helps me personally is to do a little bit of decluttering when I'm feeling anxious. And I often say that it's busy hands, quiet mind. So my anxiety is like racing thoughts, like I'm thinking 100 miles an hour and I've got all this bonus energy, which is not very helpful when you're thinking 100 miles an hour because the bonus energy just turns into like craziness. So for me to do a really intentional declutter means that my mind quietens down and my hands are busy. So not too long ago, my son had his tonsils out and it has been a really difficult recovery. So lots of trips back and forth to the hospital. And one night I was like, I'm just so over not being able to fix him. Like I just hate seeing my baby in pain. And I was starting to, you know, the racing thoughts, starting to think, what if I have to go to hospital tonight? And what will I do? What will I take? What what I have to cancel tomorrow? So I went into the kitchen and I decluttered all our medicines. And it was probably a 30 minute job. I took all the medications down. I got rid of old ones. I recategorized. Oh my goodness. I genuinely felt so much more relaxed coming out of that. The anxiety had dropped. And you know what? I felt like I was in control of something. And it was really practical. Practical. Because then when he needed Panadol, I knew exactly where it was. (laughs) And you got a decluttered medicines along the way. So maybe, you know, like that's just my personal experience. And not everyone is going to find that busy hands, quiet mind works for them. But maybe you will. Maybe there's hundred people out there, like a 10% or 5% of people that listen this week that go, oh my gosh, I'm going to try what Amy said. And it works for you. And it is taking a small space. Like don't think that when you're high, highly anxious that you can tackle your whole house no. in one sitting. When you're in the deepest depths of depression, you're not going, all right, garage, here I come. You're probably going, all right, I can sort the cutlery. Yes. Or I can sort the teaspoons and that's totally cool and celebrate that yeah like set like you have been celebrating that you got that medicine yeah. done i have heard that story a few times over the last <laughs> Sorry, couple of yes. days no it's good <laughs> i want to celebrate with you because i want to acknowledge that this has been a hard season for you and so it, it's something to be celebrated yeah like i don't want to celebrate that elijah's been sick i want to celebrate the um the redirection of that energy yes yeah because I, I could have just stewed. Yes. I could have paced. But instead I felt like I was helpful and useful. Yes. And it made my life just that bit easier. Yes. And so let's celebrate it. Yay. <laughs> yay medicine cabinet. <laughs> or yay teaspoons. Or yay, you know, something small. Yeah. And Take back control. If you're feeling out of control, don't try and control people. Don't try and control yes. circumstances because you can't control either of those. But... Let me assure you, you have full control over the tea towels in your kitchen. Or you have full control over your makeup drawer. Or you have full control over your stockings. Control one of those things. And it actually does help. I'm not sure if psychologists would agree with me that you should redirect that sense of fidgetiness and control, but it works. <laughs> and I like, I, yes, go with that. Let's go with that. Just try it. I'm See just saying it it's experience. Yes. I'm certainly not giving any clinical advice. No. 
<laughs> Heaven forbid I do that, but I am telling you what works for me. Yeah. I liked what you said before that it, by decluttering, we can actually uncover some hidden reasons. And yes, that certainly should be done with the therapist as well. But you never know what we can uncover. Like it's, um, we are in a privileged position where we get to really peel back onion layers and get to sit with you and go, well, what, why is this bringing this up? Like what's the real, what's really going on here? Like, why is this making you cry or why is this making you joyful? Tell me the story. Like, And that relationship between a professional organiser and a client that we work alongside develops. So if, you, if you're someone who just wants a single session with us, awesome. But once you get to session three or four or five, you'll notice that we understand you so much better and that you understand us. We know when to push and we know when to pull back and we know when to ask questions and it really does have that beautiful ongoing effect. Well, I hope this episode, albeit shorter than normal, has been helpful to those of you who have had disruptions and helpful to those of you who are um, living with people with disruptions. And um, yeah, maybe it can help you be a bit more gentle with people. This is not the type of episode, Kess, that we want people to just randomly tag their friends in. Hey, I know that you've got ADHD, tag. But what you can do is you can share and share to message on Facebook and then you can send that privately. Hey, I thought of you, I love you, hope you're doing well, this really helped me, I thought of you, and then you can send things privately rather than tagging people all out and letting everybody else know that they've got things that are going on. (laughs) Yeah, please don't. Please don't shame your friends. We don't want you to shame your friends. But we do want you to share with your friends. So we are so grateful, Lauren, that you brought up this topic for us to share. We hope that we've given you great value this week. And we look forward to speaking to you next week. And have an amazing couple of days till then. Bye. Bye. Do you find your home is constantly messy and your mind is always muddled? Do you long for more clarity in your thoughts and simplicity in your life? If you answered yes to these questions, then we think it's time you know the secret to experiencing freedom and joy. Join us as we unpack all the things that create clutter in our lives and learn the key to living a decluttered and organized life that you can embrace and enjoy. Together, we will explore what it takes to have a home that is welcoming and well organized, where you're free to focus on living freely and abundantly. Visit theartofdecluttering.com.au to find out more about joining our online course community. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, do a friend a favor and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganized.net or on Facebook as Simply Organized PO. You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as Feels Like Home PO. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes. We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organized. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Thank you.